Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. Greetings and welcome to Political Pursuits, the podcast. I'm Lou Ann Anderson. You may remember several weeks ago we talked about a letter that had been sent to Joe Biden from the National School Boards Association. And in this letter, it asked the administration to take a look at statutes like the Gun-Free School Zones Act and even the U.S. Patriot Act to consider using them against crimes and acts of violence targeting K-12 officials. The school board group says the classification of these acts could be the equivalent to a form of domestic terrorism and hate crimes. What the organization is specifically talking about is the fact that parents, taxpayers, have been showing up at public meetings. A lot of school board meetings, certainly, but even city council and other other government meetings. But a lot is going on with the school boards. Parents are outraged. Yes, they're concerned about mask mandates. Yes, they're concerned about potential vaccine mandates. One of the other hot button issues, which issues which they are rightfully concerned about is critical race theory. That is getting a lot of attention. The school board members are being put on the hot seat and they don't like it. And with that, they basically are using this letter asking the Biden administration to consider tagging outspoken parents as domestic terrorists. Now, upon receipt of the letter, of course, Joe Biden turns it over to Merrick Garland, his attorney general, and Garland then takes action. And what he does is that he has told the FBI and U.S. attorney's offices to meet and strategize on ways to deal with parents who have the nerve to protest critical race theory, among other things. Actually, they want to figure out how to deal with parents who have the nerve to be involved in their child's education. The nerve. And it's pretty ironic, too, for Merrick Garland to be involved with this with this effort because he has a son-in-law, Zan Tanner, who is the co-founder of a, of a corporation called Panorama Education, while the company's critics claim that it supports CRT curriculum for about 23,000 schools. The company claims, oh, no, 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 we're not into CRT at all. We just support school climate and social emotional learning. Sounds kind of like code for CRT. And the fact that Merrick Garland is now the one who is overseeing this effort to tag parents as potential domestic terrorism, that smacks of a very serious conflict of interest. But then again, in the Biden administration, a conflict of interest is almost a prerequisite for employment 
or or a po- appointment to a post, especially the higher ranking ones. So that really isn't that surprising. It's just kind of par for the course. But nonetheless, the DOJ is saying that citing an increase in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school board members, teachers, and workers in our nation's public schools today, Attorney General Merrick B. Garland directed the FBI and U.S. Attorney's offices to meet in the next 30 days with federal, state, tribal, territorial, and local law enforcement leaders to discuss strategies for addressing this disturbing trend. These sessions will open dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting assessment and response by law enforcement. The task force it includes well number one he said local law enforcement well you know those guys they got some cushy cushy positions now with the fact that they're all so overstaffed and their streets are so safe and there's nothing going on no pandemonium no chaos no upticks in violence and bad things happening oh wait a minute no that's a parallel universe that wouldn't be what's happening now quite the opposite But nonetheless, our local law enforcement leaders need to get together and discuss the strategies for addressing this disturbing trend. I use air quotes there. That's the DOJ's terminology, not mine. But this task force also includes the Criminal Division, the National Security Division, the Civil Rights Division, the Executive Office for U.S. Attorneys, the FBI, the Community Relations Service, and the Office of Justice Programs. And um, they also are wanting to see about getting the post office involved so that they can intervene with cyberbullying and threatening letters. That, folks, are our tax dollars hard at work in the federal government taking a look to develop strategies for characterizing you, me, or anyone else who speaks out against a school district as a domestic terrorist. So that's, that's what started this. But we do have some good news today. In fact, we have a couple of pieces of good news and also some interesting news. First off, a group representing school boards in Pennsylvania has ended its relationship with the National School Boards Association in response to this letter. The leadership of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association, an organization that has existed since 1895, has approximately 4,500 school directors as members, recently voted unanimously. Uh, that's, I'd like to say that's promising, but that's also how they're, how they're indoctrinated to do, that we always take that unanimous, that united front. But they have voted unanimously to cut ties with the NSBA. All snark aside, good for them. In a statement provided to the Christian Post via email on Tuesday, the PSBA explained that the group's connection with the NSBA have been questioned numerous times over the past several years. The most recent national controversy surrounding a letter to President Biden suggesting that some parents should be considered domestic terrorists was the final straw. This misguided approach has made our work and that of many school boards more difficult. It has fomented more disputes and cast partisanship on our work on behalf of school directors. When we seek to find common ground and support all school directors in their work, no matter their politics. The PSBA added that while it abhors the fact that some boards have been met with threats and violence, the group believes that attempting to solve the problems with a call for federal intervention is not the place to begin, nor a model for promoting greater civility and respect for the democratic process. From financial and pension issues to a never-ending disagreement on a governance model and definition of membership, the problems that the NSBA have only become more and more entrenched despite recurring promises for action. The organization, the Pennsylvania School Boards Association, says they continue, they intend to continue working closely with other state 
school board associations and remain hopeful that following this period of substantial tumult for NSBA, we will find a new national organization ready and able to serve all its member states effectively. Kudos to the National School Boards Association or the Pennsylvania School Boards Association for standing up and for actually injecting a little bit of of rationality into this conversation. The NSBA, though, is also, they're they're not finding any friends other places either. Um, Critics like Missouri's Republican Attorney General Eric Schmidt, he said Biden's Department of Justice is weaponizing its resources against parents who dare to advocate for their children. Nicholas Tampio, an associate professor of political science at Fordham University, criticized the Garland Memorandum that claimed that there has been a disturbing spike in the harassment of school staff and a rise in criminal conduct directed towards school personnel. Tampio argued that there is no evidence of a rise in the memorandum or references to where one could find evidence. If one reads the letter, one finds people clearly raising their voices, which is normal when people are discussing things that matter to them. When people, when parents or community members cross the line into threats, local law enforcement has handled the situation. There is no quantitative data in the letter. Instead, there are a bunch of disparate stories strung together to make it look like there is a pattern. And one of the stories that was cited in this letter was the arrest of Scott Smith. You'll remember him. He's um, the Loudoun County father who was arrested at a Loudoun County school board meeting back in June. He was trying to speak. Come to find out as the story has developed more, we find that his daughter, his 15-year-old daughter, is alleged to have been sexually assaulted by a biological male in the girls' bathroom at her school. Since... All of this has been developing. We've also found that the same student, it is believed, was also responsible for a similar situation at another school. So good for the, the this Pennsylvania group that they are pulling back from the National School Boards Association. You'd like to think that more may also be following that pattern. And as to that, as of Friday... Now, this is from the Federalist, uh, Federalist.com, Jordan Davidson writing. She says, as of Friday, at least 16 state school board associations reported that they were not consulted before the NSBA sent its letter to the Biden administration, while a handful of the state associations simply said they were unaware of the NSBA's letter until it was published. Most state groups condemned the National Association's request to use domestic terrorism laws to target parents and said the protests they've experienced have not warranted law enforcement involvement beyond the local and state level. So it is nice to see that some of these school board associations are standing up to this national school board association, the the umbrella organization. I got curious about the NSBA and so I did a little research on it and found out that it is a federation of state associations in the U.S. territory of the Virgin Islands that represents uh, represent locally elected school board officials serving approximately 51 million public school students, regardless of their disability, ethnicity, socioeconomic status, or citizenship. It goes on and it talks about um, the... In, They believe that public education is a civil right necessary to the dignity and freedom of the American people 
and that each child deserves equitable access to an education that maximizes their individual potential. Each child deserves equitable access to an education. Might that not suggest that they believe in school choice because school choice is really the only way to get equitable of... Yeah, they say they that every child deserves equitable access to an education that maximizes their individual potential. Once they sign off on school choice, we know they will know also that they mean that. One of the other things that um, I really liked hearing about under their who we are. Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN. We affirm in our actions that each student can, will, and shall learn. We recognize that based on factors, including but not limited to disability, race, ethnicity, and socioeconomic status, students are often deprived of equitable educational opportunities. Educational equity is the intentional allocation of resources, instruction, and opportunities according to need, requiring that discriminatory practices, prejudice, and beliefs be identified and eradicated they also they have an they have an equity council they have instituted four councils to represent school board members and districts with underserved students the councils are the national american indian alaska native council of school board members the national black council of school board members the national or i'm sorry the council of urban boards of education, and then the National Hispanic Council. They go through, and this is an organization. We talk here in Texas a lot about TASB, Texas Association of School Boards. They are a member organization of this national organization. And in the same way that TASB provides guidance and leadership direction for local school boards, this organization is providing that same type of guidance and leadership over the state school board associations. The state school board associations offer training and other services to help support school board members in their work. The associations help with policy writing, legal matters, insurance, superintendent searches, and other issues. They also track state legislation, i.e. lobby, my words there, and advocate for school boards, local governance, and public schools to state legislatures. Again, lobbying. In states that require mandated training for school board members, state school board associations are the primary authority on training related to governance, policy, and fiduciary responsibility. Indoctrination. NSBA provides additional resources to complement the great training and resources delivered by our state association members. So, with hearing how they have this sensitivity 
to an equitable allocation of resources, it's not surprising that they would have be a little sensitive to parents coming and basically speaking out against critical race theory programs and other programs that are critical race theory, though perhaps not called that, because it certainly is violates their mission. Texas Association of School Boards, we had this, talked about this great article from James Quintero at Texas Public Policy Foundation just the other day, where the Texas Association of School Boards, they bought into this, they just changed their statement of beliefs and added, we believe in and are committed to supporting diversity, equity, and inclusion, promoting dignity and mutual respect, striving to eradicate systemic racism and providing opportunity to all. Now, of course, I guess they like to talk the talk, but uh, Quintero quotes an article from the Houston Chronicle about how the Houston ISD has 48 schools of its 276 total schools that are graded D or F by the Texas Education Agency and mentioned that 95% of the students in those 48 schools are economically disadvantaged and 96% are students of color. So it would seem that the Texas Association of School Boards has quite a bit of work to do down in Houston, and perhaps maybe they can get some additional guidance from the National School Board Association, since they also could share this concern about equity. Call me nosy, call me curious, but the more I read about this National School Boards Association, um, the more I just I just wanted to, to, to find out what more I could about who who are the people there that are running this show. We had that quote from the president, Viola M. Garcia, and so I started looking around on the website, and son of a gun, I found just a very interesting tie-in. If I had had any hope that perhaps our Texas Association of School Boards, and I know it's kind of silly that I would even maybe have that, but perhaps they would have the same courage that the Pennsylvania group did to say, hey, NSBA, Wrong. No. Our parents aren't domestic terrorists, and we think that it's very counterproductive to even go down that road. So not no, but hell no. We're not going to do that. That was kind of, you know, one of those crazy little thoughts you have sometimes. Instead, that thought, any hope there, plummeted when I came to the page that lists the NSBA Association 2021-2022 Board of Directors because there we have, under officers, we have Viola M. Garcia, president of the National School Boards Association. What I also learned from seeing this notice of her being president is that she is affiliated with the Aldine Independent School District in Texas. Where is Aldine? I didn't know. I had to look it up. And it is evidently down somewhere in central Harris County. Remember, we were just talking about Harris County, uh, James Quintero's piece, talking about how the Houston ISD has such uh, dismal performance. Well, Viola Garcia, and taking a little bit more look at the lady that is currently the president of the National School Boards Association, the association that wants to tag you, me, and probably a lot of people we know as domestic terrorists. She is the longest-serving trustee 
on the Aldine board. She was appointed to that seat in 1992. Now, according to the Aldine ISD, and this is dated from two years ago, they were excited back in 2019 because they moved from a C-rated school district to a B-rated school district based on the state of Texas academic accountability ratings. So the district received an overall grade of 83. They were up from a grade of 76. Congratulations to Aldine for at least going in the right direction. And perhaps when I would imagine this is Dr. Garcia finishes her tenure as the president of the National School Boards Association, maybe she can get back to work in Aldine and they can actually get up to an overall grade that better serves the students of that district. Something else interesting, we have the officers, we have the directors, and then we have some ex-officio ex-officio voting directors, and then we have some ex-officio non-voting directors, and the non-voting directors are basically the chairs of some different some different organizations and councils. The Organization of State Association Executive Directors and the Council of School Attorneys and then the NSBA's Executive Director. And looking at that, all of a sudden another notation caught my eye. One of the non-voting directors is a gal named Joy Surratt Baskin. She is the chair of the Council of School Attorneys. Her affiliation, her professional affiliation, she is the director of legal services for the Texas Association of School Boards. Once again, with Texas sadly having quite a uh, seat at the table, so to speak, for the National School Boards Association, one might surmise that our people from Texas who are affiliated with this organization are just fine with parents who dare speak up about what may be happening in their children's education, that we're a bunch of domestic terrorists. It's good to know because our local school district here, the Temple ISD, you better believe they are TASB, Texas Association of School Boards, fanboys and girls. You go on that website, the, the TISD website, and it is full of information that comes from the Texas Association of, of School Boards. Anyway, it would seem that the education swamp is deep. It runs from local schools to your state to the federal, and Texas doesn't seem to be very well served in any of those steps along the way. But with this, as some people might say, I buried the lead, this is just one piece of information that I learned yesterday that did kind of excite me. It gave me hope. A letter was sent to both Joe Biden and Merrick Garland earlier this week from Todd Rakita, who is the Indiana Attorney General. He is writing to the administration on behalf of himself and 16 other attorneys general. He says, he opens his letter, Today we write to you in our capacity as state attorneys general, chief legal officers for our respective states. Over the last year as legal officers, we have advised our constituencies of their constitutional right to free speech and encourage public engagement to voice their opinions on important issues affecting their country, state, and communities, especially parents who have concerns about their children's education. Your recent action seeks to chill lawful dissent, 
by parents voiced during local school board meetings by characterizing them as unlawful and threatening. They go on and they lay out their their argument of why they believe this to be the case. It's a nine-page letter. I will have a copy of it posted on the Political Pursuits podcast Facebook page. But it is signed by not only Todd Rakita, but it is signed by attorneys general from Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas. Thank you, Ken Paxton. Texas is here, as well as Utah. At least group, a significant group, 17 of our attorneys general are standing up for parents. They are standing up to tyrannical school boards and the tyrannical organizations that support these school boards saying, no, 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 these people are not domestic terrorists. They have a right to free speech and we will stand with them to ensure that you do not chill that lawful dissent. That's enough for today. Just wanted to give you that update. Stay tuned to Political Pursuits. We're going to be talking economy here in a few days, uh, but also we've got kind of a, an announcement tomorrow you might find interesting. So this is Lou Ann Anderson. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned, and we'll talk later. Liberty Tabletop is America's flatware company, the only flatware that's manufactured in the U.S. of A. There are over 38 patterns to choose from. Like a couple of patterns and you can't decide, you can order a sample of each. And check out their website at libertytabletop.com and enter the promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. Just in time for you to freshen up your holiday table setting with Liberty Tabletop Flatware, manufactured in the United States. They make great wedding and Christmas gifts, too. Flatware that can be passed down for generations. So check out their website at LibertyTabletop.com and enter promo code BEN for 15% off all flatware. LibertyTabletop.com, promo code BEN.